Discussions over the Northern Ireland Protocol will intensify tomorrow when the UK's Brexit minister gives a speech in Lisbon. David Frost, Lord Frost, is expected to press for the removal of oversight by the European Court of Justice, which has been a major sticking point in discussion so far. Ireland's foreign minister accused the UK of repeatedly dismissing EU proposals before they're published. Anan Menon is director of the UK in a changing Europe and asked him how important this week was for Brexit. It's an incredibly important week because perhaps the most sort of toxic outstanding issue at the moment when it comes to Brexit is the Northern Ireland Protocol. And this week we're expecting to hear a speech from David Frost in which he lays out his position. And then on Wednesday, some proposals from the European Commission about how they intend to deal with some of the British complaints. Now, the Europeans, the Thomas Byrne, the Europe Minister for Ireland, described it as very significant this morning when he was talking about the scale of what the EU was offering to unlock uh, the problems that they faced, which, which sounds very positive. It does indeed sound positive. And I think on the EU side, they firmly believe that the proposals they've got ready will go a long way towards responding towards the complaints that they've heard from the British government. So what we understand is there's stuff in there about how to ease the problems on the border for product from Great Great Britain going into the Northern Irish market. Okay, so that solves things like sausages. Um, But there is a a problem with the, the... Who's overseeing this? And that's where there doesn't seem to be any compromise from either side as to who decides on the rules. Absolutely. Now, on the EU side, what they're saying is, well, look, you signed up to a protocol that has the European Court of Justice involved in ultimately arbitrating on disputes. How can you now turn around and say you don't want the ECJ involved? On the British side, what David Frost is saying is it's unacceptable for us to have the European Court of Justice taking decisions in this area. So there is a standoff there. And I think that's the area where most observers think it's going to be very, very hard for a compromise to be reached. Okay. And if it If there isn't, what happens? The uh, Article 16 is triggered. Well, the UK can begin the process, the Article 16 process, because ultimately that, like so much else in this, is a question of negotiation between the two sides. But the UK has to give its reasons for starting this process. And at that point, the EU gets to look at those reasons and see whether it thinks they stand up under the terms of Article 16 or not. So there's a lot of negotiation. There's a a lot of talk as if triggering Article 16, as people are referring to it, is a kind of nuclear button. It's not. It's the start of yet another process. But it moves us further along in the sense that at that point, the EU will have to decide whether to take the UK to court over its decision or not. But could it be that we get to the end of the week with a deal on a lot of the border issues because of how much is prepared to be considered uh, as acceptable on behalf of the EU, but we it all falls apart over sovereignty and the European Court of Justice? That's perfectly possible, yes. We can, in other words, solve some of the most practical trade-related issues in the protocol, but still not arrive at agreement on the protocol itself, in which case we're no closer to resolving that situation because both sides need to find a way to make the protocol or some version of it work in order that we finally solve not only the Northern Ireland issue, but also the broader issue of UK relations with the EU going forward. Mm. And and you talk about this process of... uh what happens when Article 16 is triggered as being a sort of long process, more negotiations. Does that just rumble on? 
It does rumble on eventually, because I mean, essentially, because remember, as we always say, the EU is a law-based organisation, and ultimately, their recourse is to the courts. Now, those processes always take time. So, it might be that the EU claims that the UK has triggered Article 16 unlawfully, but ultimately, the people who will decide that are judges, and that you know, that will all mm. take time. So, there's no immediate resolution in sight, even if we end up seeing the Article 16 process started this week. It is, of course, also a political organisation. How how do you assess the faith between the two sides? Uh, I'd have to say that the faith between the two sides is at a low ebb. Uh, the UK insists that the EU simply deliberately fails to understand the importance of sovereignty for this government of Boris Johnson. On the EU side, you're increasingly hearing claims of bad faith that they simply cannot believe what Boris Johnson says because he signs up to agreements he then goes on not to honour. Anand Menon of UK and a Changing Europe.